Blog Talk Radio. It's time to open up your eyes. Open your minds will make you wealthy and wise. You can watch your profits rise with the business enterprise. We give you what you need to know, what you need to watch your earnings grow. You can reach your record highs with the business enterprise. Listening to Enterprise on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Erica Collins. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio's Enterprise, where we want to see your business rise. It's December 20th, 2020, coming to you live from New York, New York. It's been a snowy week in the town that never sleeps. While some of you are online shopping and others are still waiting on the stimulus dates, we have a wonderful show for you today with John Blastingame, CEO of New Day Associates. Good evening, John. Good evening. How are you? Very well. Mr. John Blastingame is CEO of New Day Associates and the publisher of Today's Black Woman and Black Man magazine and the former publisher of Hype Hair, a natural historian in black fashion, beauty, and entertainment industry, has empowered many notable careers. Once again, welcome John Blastingame to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I uh, just wanted to uh, correct on hype here, today's black woman and black men, we've uh, found, I was a founding publisher, but you know, with the change in uh, social media and uh, print media, we are no longer publishing those magazines. Okay. Do you, do you have an uh, online presence still? Uh, no. On on hype here, it's still, uh, uh, it's still going out and print and online, but the other two, uh, Black Men and uh, TBW Style Report, are no longer on the online or in print. Okay. Well, the first question we like to start with on this show is we like to take a little travel back into time to when you were a little boy. What did you want to be? Uh, I looked at Martin, I, you know, I looked at Martin Luther King and I saw what he was doing, you know, and I just imagined myself doing something like that, uh, you know, trying to, you know, conquer the racism, and and do and and, and bring the, how do you, uh, I'd say this, bring the black folks to the degree that they're supposed to be, and they're getting and it's getting that way today, you know. So you've always so, kind of. Admire yeah, the civil rights aspect. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I. What and, made and, and you? I, go ahead. I'm sorry. What made you want to work in entertainment and publishing specifically? Well, let me give you a start. Uh, when when I got out of school, I um, worked for Hearst Magazine. So that was my first job. I was the first black that they hired. Uh, I covered a uh, agency called Hudson County News. Of course, hers was the publisher of Hype. I mean, excuse me, today's black. Those are my publications. Excuse me, uh, Good Housekeeping, Harper's Bazaar, Town and Country, Sports of Film, and Cosmopolitan. Uh, as I said, I was the first black that they hired, and uh, 
what did I go through? I had a big afro, and you know, at that being around all these white folks at that time, you know, the kidding and the joking. Okay, but I took it because I uh, had a purpose for being there, and that was to learn. The uh, wholesale magazine, wholesale industry, it was, uh, you know, traditionally Jewish and white. So, and uh, there was not that many black publications at that time. You know, you had Negro Digest, which is which became Ebony Magazine, and you had uh, mm-hmm. Jet later on. So, what I what I did was I learned that industry, okay. I worked for Hearst for about five years, and then I went and worked on the wholesale side of it, which uh, which I did, uh, which I worked for Hudson News Company for a while. Again, all while I was there, I was learning that industry. Um, when I when I left them, I uh, went with a company called All America Distributors. All America mm-hmm. was a company on. L.A., well, Los Angeles, California, on Melrose Avenue. They had um, a mag. They had a few magazines, and one of them was um, Players Magazine. And they had a book line called Holloway House. And I was their East Coast representative, which I uh, uh, got the Holloway House books into. Well, at that time, it was F.W. Woolworth and Macquarie's. Uh, department stores. The first black patient uh, that they ever received was when I brought the the, um, um, editor, the publications into Macquarie's and also into um, F.W. Woolworth. Right? Mm. And, uh, okay, after that, uh, working with them, I went and worked for a company called Distacor, which is, it's a national distributor, which exists today. Um, they wanted, Distacore was a Canadian operation, but they wanted to be, uh, come into the U.S. bringing, you know, uh, as a national distributor. So they had heard of my, my reputation at getting things done. So they came to me, uh, the two gentlemen, uh, was Glenn Morgan and Bob uh, Scott, who owned the company, and they asked me to handle their U.S. operation for me, uh, for them. If we did, um, you know, if we did a nice job and we grew with that, uh, you know, within the U.S., I would be the VP. We did a nice job. We grew. We grew. But what they did, they brought a gentleman in, and I still remember his name, Tony Barshu, out of London, England. Okay, mm-hmm. Tony. <laughs> Tony took over as the VP, and they said, "Well, John, uh, we want you to stay on. You're doing a wonderful job, uh, you know, as the you know circulation manager." And I said, at that time, I didn't get upset, but I said, "I'm going to get even." The the publishers that I brought on. I told them I was leaving, and they there's about ten of them, and they, and they said, "Well, John, if you leave, we're coming with you." Okay, and that's when I started mm-hmm. New Day. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. New Day Associates, a production company, and a 
consulting company, okay? I, I, and uh, that was in 1985, I think. And uh, again, um, I took those titles, grew those titles, and then I started my own publications, which was the first one was um, Today's Black Woman. Okay, went very mm-hmm. well. And then I started a, uh, the Black Men's Magazine. Okay, and that was because, as you know, Maxim Magazine was very prevalent at that time, but they did they would not use any of the um <laughs> the black woman because they said their their a was too big so <laughs> they wouldn't use them mm. so no uh, body positivity okay. there <laughs> exactly. yeah. we have have some beautiful black women so mm. we started black men's magazine at that time and um at that time as i said you know, the black, we had politics in there. Uh, we had, um, of course, grooming and, of course, the eye candy. And it went very well for 15 years. We put out Black Men's Magazine, and it did very well, along with uh, the next one was Hyper. Hyper was a magazine that you would say, hey, the, you take to your salon and look at this style and say, can you do this style for me? I, you know, I saw it in this magazine. It grew, grew, grew. Um, Hyper still exists today, but um, we sold it to a gentleman, and he actually sold it to a group of Koreans, which... Uh, they own the Korean beauty supply stores, and they're now selling it in their stores. Uh, of course, you know, that's the only way they can sell it because newsstand today, as I said, has gone through uh, a situation Simple. where it, that exactly, exactly. And uh, mm-hmm. so, so, you know, today we do have, and uh, by the way, let me just say this. Uh, I've worked with Essence. Um, when Essence magazine came out, uh, there was uh, Jonathan Blount, Cecil Hollingsworth, Ed Lewis, and Clarence Smith. Um, you know, I they asked me to come over and work with them and help them get started, uh, which I did. And uh, uh, you know, of course, you know how Essence has grown. As, uh, you know, to be the number one magazine out beside Ebony magazine. But uh, again, with the conditions of the print media today, all the magazines are not as prosperous as it used to be. You know, it just went through a transition and et cetera. You know, but that, you know, there's been a, again, a evolution in the print to, to digital. To digital, everything is basically everything is digital. But you know, there's still there's still print. Uh, uh, as I said, a lot of magazines still do print. But it, uh, you know, like example, Cosmopolitan. When I was working that, uh, with them, they were putting out a million and a half every issue. Okay, Cosmopolitan today 
they put out uh, close to 200,000 total. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's just an idea of the transition from when, when print media was progress, progressing and doing well as to now, you know. And, of course, back when, let me just say how I started my shows, there was a magazine called Us Quarterly, okay, out of Detroit. And this was in um, back in August 1976. And I remember the day exactly because it was August the 13th, 1976, that I, start, I did my first show. A gentleman uh, was the gentleman's name was Dwayne Love, who was the publisher of Us Quarterly. And Dwayne asked me. He says he came to me and said, "John, you know, you're handling my, you're consulting my uh, for my publication. I would love for you to do something in a promotional manner." So I came up with the idea. I said, "Dwayne, let's do a big show promoting the magazine." Invite Essence Magazine over. Invite some of the other publications. Have some of the models like Peggy Dillard, Jennifer Bryce, and, and a few other you know noted mag, uh, models at that time, uh, Cookie Smith. But also, let's use some uh, of the you know unknown models, local models that are trying to break into the industry. We did that show. We had a makeup artist that also, some of them, a well-known makeup artist at that time. His name was Quiet Fire. Okay. Well, well-known mm-hmm. at that time. We did mm-hmm. that show. And let me tell you, we had a packed house. Everyone enjoyed it. And, I mean, they spoke, you know, they, they spoke about it. Oh, for months and months. And then when are you going to do it again? Uh, Jennifer Bryce coordinated that show for me. Jennifer Bryce was one of the top models at that time. And mm-hmm. she was one of the young that uh, did that Black Girl Rules over, that went over to Paris. Okay. And, of course, she was my mm-hmm. cousin. <laughs> so <laughs> Jennifer and, uh, uh, did the show, and it worked. And from 1976 up until 2020, we have been putting on shows. Um, 2020, which is the the worst year that I can I can remember, we had our sh- our two our show that we do the International Model of the Year and the International Designer postponed because of the virus. So on, mm-hmm. uh, we have. Now set a new date, and our new date is May 22nd and 23rd. We will be doing our International Model of the Year and International Designer of the Year, where we send the best designer and uh, and the best male and female model to Paris and also a um, fashion spread in Sheen or Upscale Magazine. Um, let, let me tell you about Sheen and Upscale. Those are the two magazines that I helped start. Mm-hmm. Upscale helped start with Mr. Bernard Bronner about 30-something years ago. He had a magazine called uh, Smart Shoppers. And, he, they, you know, uh, 
It was trying to uh, to get that magazine out. It had coupons, ads, and etc. So he put out, he printed up a couple of hundred thousand copies. Didn't go nowhere. So I said, Bernard, you spend an ebony in essence, a twenty-five, thirty thousand dollars an issue to, to promote Barnum Brothers, a hair product company. I said, why mm-hmm. don't you start your own? Okay. Mm-hmm. He started it. He started it, and Upscale became one of the top black magazines in the country. All right? With Sheen Magazine, I met Kim Chapman at the Barnum Brothers show. At that time, she had a pamphlet that she was giving out at the show. And they, uh, by the way, they own, I don't know whether you heard of uh, the product. It's called Nairobi Products. Heard of it. Okay. Well, Kim, Kim and her husband own the Ruby products. They okay. were basically doing. Uh, they were basically having this little pamphlet that they hand out at the show. And uh, I saw it and I looked through it and I said, Tim. I said, Why don't you have? It was called. In fact, the magazine was called Sheen. Why don't you have? Take this magazine. And do a little, you know, editorial, et cetera, fashion, lifestyle. Uh, I gave, I got her the printer. And I, I don't know whether you've seen Sheen Magazine on the newsstand or not, or have you ever, I don't know whether you've seen it, but Sheen is becoming the number one magazine in, uh, in the U.S. today for black folks. Okay. Hmm. And, uh, so those, you know, I got those started. I've gotten a lot of young publishers that don't know the magazine industry, uh, the print magazine industry. They, I've, I've started a lot of publications. In fact, uh, you know, um, if you look at any publications on the newsstand today, um, you know, you'll see John Blassingame, circulation director. But that's what I've done, you know, in in the print media. So with these shows that I'm doing now, what I do is, you know, I network with a well, 41 years in the business. You know, I've uh, met a lot of folks. I've worked with a lot of folks, so uh, I know a lot of people from the fashion, the film, and the music industry. Um, a particular one that I've worked with in the film industry is Mr. Will Packer. If, if you don't know who Will Packer is, uh, he is the number one black producer, film producer in in the country. Uh, mm-hmm. Will produced uh, the the movie Stomp the Yard, the movie Takers, movie Ride Along, Think Like a Man, and so on and so on. Well, when he did his first movie, Menage a Trois with Kenya Moore, okay, I, I helped him promote it. Bernard Bronner, uh, from, of course, from Bronner Brothers, financed that movie, okay? And that movie did so well, and uh, Will went with uh, Sony, got a deal with Sony after that movie, and he's been moving on ever since. Uh, talking from the fashion, the, the music industry, 
again, uh, I know people like Dave Mays, who who has the source mag, who had the source magazine. It's now put out by Londell McMillan, who took it over from Dave Mays. Um, I know a lot of the DJs. Kay Slay, I helped him with his magazine uh, when he came out. Uh, uh, called Straight Stunting. Um, mm-hmm. I've helped the Feds magazine. I've helped him with his magazine. Antoine Clark, uh, Tiff, uh, the Don Diva magazine. Uh, Tiffany, uh, T- uh, Tiffany, uh, when she came out with Don Diva, I helped. Uh, I'm the one that got them started. So uh, I say that to say, you know, my life has been working with our folks to get. A lot of the black media, a lot of the black publications, I helped them get started, and uh, they, they took it to the next level, uh, moving on from there. Uh, as far as the, um, uh, the the modeling and fashion industry, I've helped so many young models to get a start. I remember, and you probably do if you're in the fashion industry, you've heard of us. A young lady named Deborah Deborah Shaw. Mm-hmm. Deborah, it, it, she started. My, she won my show in 1989. I sent her to Paris, France. Do you know that became one of the top models in Paris, and still modeling today. Um, she, you know, modeled for all the top fashion designers. Okay, and uh, uh, she just, you know, she took off, and um, and as I said, she's still doing it today. Um, uh, you know, I've worked with, and I don't know whether you remember, um, uh, Billy. Uh, uh, he he was one of the first models uh, in Ebony magazine. Well, he's passed away now. Hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, okay, but I'm. Uh, uh, I work. I've helped Billy. Shahid uh, was a model. I've, uh, you know, he's worked with me. He's now a filmmaker, but he was one of the top models there years ago. Right. So that's my life in the industry, and this is what I've done. And you know, I've networked with people. I've, uh, as I said, helped a lot of folks get started. And uh, that's the life of John Blassingame. <laughs> you have definitely been a pioneer for platforms for African Americans, uh, specifically. Oh, without a, that's the life of John Blassingame. Yeah, yes, How yes, I have. How has the coronavirus affected uh, this year for you? I, I just, I think I alluded to that earlier. 2020 mm-hmm. has been a disaster for me. And as far as my productions, I've had to cancel two shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, the ma- my the magazines that come out that were coming out and p- supposed to be on the newsstand, the newsstands are closing down because of the virus. If you go to New York, mm-hmm. you see the stands and you see the outs. They're all closed now. Barnes, Barnes and Nobles closed down. Uh, I think it was in um, April, yeah, April and May. They closed down totally. Okay, Books a Million, the stores, they closed down. 
you know, as I said, so magazines was had stopped printing because of uh, the fact they could not that was printed. The, the retailers were all sh- shut down, so they couldn't put them out. So that's mm-hmm. that's, that's how disastrous it has been. Inspiration can you give to people who have who are in uh, entertainment, fashion, beauty, who have suffered during this time? Uh, oh, I, you know what I like to say to them. I like to say that hey, if you know it, and this is something you want to do, and you have the inspiration and motivation, get into it, because if you never do it. And later on in life, you say, oh, wow, I could have, I should have. You'll always regret. Try it. And I don't care if it's acting, modeling, okay, editorial, you know, makeup, hair. It's, that's something you want to do. because, And that's what, as I said, <laughs> when I first started out, I mean, there were days I said, oh, my God, I can't put up with this. You know, these white folks are, you know, but I stuck with it. And I'm glad I did because I helped a lot of people along their way, along my, you know, along my journey. So, but, you know, I always say if this is something you want to do, don't stop. Motivate yourself to keep moving. Great advice. What's next for John Blassingame, the man, the person? Oh, that is a question. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I, I've done a lot, and you know, you know, I just want. I'm going to put it this way: whatever God has in store for me, I'm ready. I feel that you know, when I wake up in the morning, you know, I thank God for this day that he's given me. Now it's up to me to move forward. He gives me free will to deal. So I look at things and I say, okay, what, what, what can I do to take my life to another level? You know, and when you stop being, you stop it all. You got to be motivated. And anything you do, you have that motivation, that inspiration keeps you going. That's very true. Thanks, John Blassingame, so much for being on the show. We know that you and New Day Associates will have an awesome comeback. Oh, we will. We uh, Listen, we've already planned it. <laughs> so it will happen. It will happen. And I thank you for having me, Ms. Collins, on your show. Um, thank you. With, I, want, I just want to say this right quick. I would love to, mm-hmm. uh, to talk to you about things that we're doing at the show in May, all right? And uh, Definitely. we'll be talking. Okay. Thank you. Okay, and great. have a wonderful For more information on John Sent Blasting Game, you can like them on Facebook. Thanks for listening to our 2020 Business of Entertainment series on Blog Talk Radio's Enterprise.
Remember to check us out on Twitter and Facebook. You're listening to Enterprise on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Erica Collins. <laughs> 